How many friends do you have and how many of them know what intuitive eating is? If you're anything like me, most of the people you know probably have no idea what intuitive eating is. But does that mean you need to ditch them and only be around people with your newly found mindset? Tune in to discover how to still be friends with people who are still drenched in diet culture. Welcome to the Love Your Food, Love Yourself, Love Your Life podcast. I am Tammy, your fun-loving and often quirky host. I have been a dietitian for close to 20 years where I've helped countless women transform not only their relationship with food, but more importantly themselves. I believe to my core that as you start peeling back the layers to loving your food and yourself, you end up loving your life like never before. And now is the time, my friend. It is time to break up with diet culture, shift your current stories, rev up your internal wisdom, and recognize that every body, regardless of size, not only deserves dignity and respect, but can be healthy because your habits and how you love on yourself is truly what matters. In this podcast, we have real conversations about struggles, insecurities, and false beliefs with loving ourselves and each other through the lens of curiosity, anti-judgment, intuitive eating, spirituality, journaling, and a heaping dose of laughter, maybe some tears, but always a whole lot of realness. Hey friends, it's Tammy Lance coming at you today for a solo episode, and I am greatly hoping that my voice and my breath are going to be able to stick with me as I am recovering currently from bronchitis. So I'm hoping again that I can finish this episode out for you strong. And, you know, today we're going to be talking about really, you know, how to still be friends with someone who doesn't know or like intuitive eating. And I wanted to talk about this episode because as you begin on this journey of intuitive eating, you'll probably start to look around you and notice, holy mackerel, <laughs> diet culture is literally everywhere. It is not only in advertisements and things like that, but it's probably a part of your day-to-day culture. And you're starting to notice it everywhere around you, including with your friends. For example, you meet up with a friend and what is one of the most commonly heard phrases when you meet up with a friend. (gasps) You look so good, or you haven't aged a day, or that shirt looks so nice on you, or maybe even you lost weight, you have to tell them your secret, right? So it's always these comments about kind of externally, how do you look, (laughs) right? And then maybe sometimes your friend or friends don't say anything, And then you start to internalize, oh my goodness, they don't think I look good. They didn't say anything. I wonder what they're thinking about me and how I look. So you know what? Either way, this is a normal part of our friendships. But now (laughs) that you are aware of what devastation come with those comments and other food and body talk, it can be very natural to want to avoid those conversations. As well, your body may be changing and in general, just the whole vibe you're giving off will be different as you're embarking on this journey. Therefore, people will want to talk about it. But again, you may not feel comfortable with talking about it. And 
you may or may not realize this yet, but on a very subconscious level, you're probably starting to wonder, how do I fit in? If I'm becoming a different person and I have new values, how can I still be friends with others who may not feel the same way? Does this resonate with you? You know, this sheer feeling of just wondering this can be enough to sometimes send people right back into their habit of diet culture. And I don't want this to happen to you. So rest assured, you can still evolve how you feel about your body and how you feel about food while still being friends with those who are maybe not on the same path as you. And while these recommendations on this topic are often quite personal and individualized for the clients I have worked with, I've gathered a few recommendations that are generally true for most people. And if I'm being honest, these are recommendations I have found to be true for myself. So while I have my good friend, Beth Basham, who's frequently a co-host here on this podcast, she's not only a great friend of mine, but she also weaves in intuitive eating, neuroscience, and emotional mastery into her life as well, and the lives of her clients in the Peaceful Food and Soul program. But she's one of my many friends. So I also have many, many other friends who have no clue I even teach about intuitive eating or what it is to maybe someone who's kind of curious, a little bit open mind to learn more about it. But again, they don't really get it and nor do they maybe even need it. And then I have some who are wanting to maybe implement it into their lives. But here is the thing, no matter who they are, I truly just love and respect each and every one of them for where they are at. And I don't infringe my beliefs onto them. I know this is easier said than done because once you discover the freedom that intuitive eating can bring someone, you probably just want to shout it from the rooftops and tell everyone you know, especially those who you love, of course. And there's, you, you just want to really shout out to them. There's such a more loving and sustainable way for them to take care of themselves. I've been there, believe me. And you're really going to start to just notice how much others are suffering. And I get it. You want to help them. From the depths of my heart, I think our entire world could be absolutely changed for the better if the chains of diet culture were just non-existent, right? And everyone merely honored their own body through listening to their own internal wisdom. So absolutely, okay? I 100% agree with you. But alas, you know, I fully recognize that I have no control over changing the whole world and telling everybody and making everybody believe, right? This is not the path that I choose to go down. What I can do is live by my values or a code that really consists of mutual respect, compassion, autonomy, awareness of thought, and personal responsibility. 
And all of these values, you know, really spill over into not only my client relationships, but also with my family and my friendships. Because again, you probably have heard Beth and I say this before, but how we do one thing is how we do everything. So how you're practicing being friends with somebody is really going to say a lot about how you're showing up in the world and, and other aspects as well. So while I'm talking today about how to still be friends <laughs> with those that, that you love, you could really apply some of these tips to many other areas of, of life. So let's get started on going over some really tangible tips of how to do this. Here's what I do. When I show up as a friend, I show up the same way I do as a practitioner. I honor that each person is allowed their own experience, their own beliefs, and to live by the values they choose in each moment. It is not my role in any case, now, you know, air quotes here, to make someone believe or feel something different. Okay, end air quote. All right, every single person on this planet, whether they are my friend, my family, my client, a random stranger, (laughs) you know, whoever it is, I really honor that each person has a unique experience. And I encourage you to honor the autonomy of your friends just as much as I'm honoring yours. Just to add to this conversation a little bit, take a few moments to reflect upon what allowed you to start on this journey. You probably had a breaking point of, I just can't do this anymore, right? Whether it's, I can't do another diet or I can't take this obsessive feeling with food anymore, or I can't keep feeling this way anymore about my body. It could have been a combination of all of those things or Maybe you just happened to stumble across intuitive eating at just the right point in your life and you said, this is it. This is what I've needed, right? So whatever it is, it's important to remember what actually helped you get started on your journey. Did you have somebody coming at you and saying, you have to do this? Oh my gosh, you just, you have to do this. It's going to solve everything and just, you know, bombarding you with information Or did you happen to come across it in a very loving and gentle way? Or was it that you were in, again, just so much pain and just, oh my goodness, I can't do this anymore, that maybe you're even doing a Google search, right? Looking for, there's got to be a different way. What is it? And you happen to stumble across this. But irregardless of what your journey is, it's just kind of taking that recognition that your friend needs their own experience as well. So just kind of keep that in mind. Okay. It may be tomorrow for your friend, or it could be 10 years from now, but they too, just like you may break. And won't it be nice that they will have a friend who gets it right? A friend who is off the diet roller coaster with them that they know that they can turn to. Right. So I'm not saying to not share kind of where you're at because it's important to own your own truth and to say where you're at and to have those conversations with your friends, right? But what I am saying is just allow them their own experience, right? Right now for you, it can be really exciting and you might want to just rope a whole bunch of people in and say, come on, come on, come on with me, right? And we'll talk about why that is later, but just be in your own experience, right? Allow your own experience and allow people to see your experience and allow them to 
come to you. And so with this, I know you're probably thinking, okay, cool, <laughs> but you know, how do I do this? Right. And if I'm allowing somebody their own autonomy, what do I really do until then? So I want to tell you exactly, you know, what I would recommend. And it is again, completely possible that you can have your own experience while still allowing them to have their own experience. And the simplest answer is this. Instead of focusing on how to fix your friend's future or to quote unquote fix them, just be present with them and just listen. Okay. It will be important to avoid from, again, dictating how you think they are supposed to think, feel, act, respond. Right. In fact, one of the best pieces of advice I have for you is to not engage at all. You can listen and most importantly, listen with compassion, but do not engage other than to just maybe say, I understand. I have felt that way before or something gentle like that. Again, just be compassionate and listen. But there is one caveat. If they ask you about what it is you are doing now, or maybe they ask you for advice, then you may share about your journey. But here's my recommendation. When you share about your journey, share about how you used to feel and how you got started and then how you feel now. You may find yourself excited that somebody has asked you for advice or asked you what you've done. And you might want to jump right out the gate and say, this is intuitive eating. There's 10 principles and this, 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 and this, right? And you just want to like give them all of the information, but this could probably end up being very overwhelming to somebody and cause some confusion. So just pace yourself at what you share and allow there to be some curiosity, right? You want them to be open to listening and to make this seem kind of easy because it can be easy, right? So we, we want to have it feel easy from, from the get go, but don't forget if they don't ask, okay, your role is to be a listener with that friend and just hold so much compassion for their experience because just like you, they are a victim of diet culture. I mean, we all are, right? And they may not be ready to see that yet until they are. Okay. So we just have to have that respect there for that, give them that autonomy, give them that compassion. And eventually your friends may pick up on this newfound mindset. They're going to start seeing you being a lot more happier at peace, you know, just enjoying life a little bit. And so they may ask you about it and you might tell them, but maybe they don't really pick up on it or maybe they just know little bits about it. Right. And what can sometimes happen then is that your friends can start to think that they're not supposed to make any comments about being unhappy with their body or how they feel about foods to be off limits. And so you might find your friends stumbling, right? And I know that I've had this experience because again, not all my friends are intuitive eating counselors and some of them like I said, may or may not even know what that is, but you know, I can think of a particular friend that we were having dinner and 
I can't even remember what we were eating because that's not how my brain remembers things anymore. But, you know, we were sitting there chatting and she started to say something about her body and about how, you know, maybe she wasn't supposed to be eating this or that. Or again, I, I don't remember the exact thing, but I do remember how she felt. And she started to say, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Like, I know I'm not supposed to feel this way about my body. And I just, you know, I stopped right there and I said, look, (laughs) you are allowed to feel any way about your body. Like, that's the thing. This is all perfectly normal. Okay. So my recommendation to you is if you have a friend where that may be the case, let them know that it's okay to feel the way that they do. Let them know that this is normal. This is what I did for my friend. Of course you feel this way. You know, this is what I told her. Of course you feel this way. And I told her, I said, you are welcome to talk about anything that feels true for you. And I also want to let her know that there's no shame in feeling that way because we can kind of get into this work thinking, okay, so I'm learning that I'm not supposed to quote unquote feel bad about my body but I still do. And so really, I'm just not going to talk about it. And then we start feeling shameful for feeling bad about our body because we think we're not supposed to feel bad about our body. And (laughs) this is just such a vicious cycle, right? So again, letting them off the hook, tell them, of course, they feel that way. This is a result of being a victim of diet culture. And it can take a little bit of time to shift this. I mean, this doesn't just change overnight like a light switch, right? You don't just turn it off and then turn it on. There's oftentimes steps and support and other elements that come with making that shift. So your role within a friendship relationship is going to be basically giving them permission to be where they are and let them know that you're there for them. And when you're able to do this, this shows that you're showing up for them as your friend, not for you. I am guessing that you agree, right? That this is what you would love from a friend. But if you're having any doubts in your ability to do what I've already talked about, so in terms of allowing somebody autonomy and just really giving them compassion Or maybe your normal way of managing difficult situations is to just avoid them altogether. (laughs) You may be tempted to stop seeing those friends altogether or just seeing friends in general. Because either you're worried about what your body looks like, you're worried about what comments will be made, you might be anxious that you'll be tempted to jump back into diet culture talk and then engage in it, or maybe because you don't want to be around all the food talk. But whatever the reason is, I invite you to really look past that. Because otherwise, how will you ever get past how you currently feel about food and your body if you want to shy away from these types of conversations and being engaged with others who maybe don't feel the same way? I mean, you can't really just live in a bubble in order to be happy, right? Is shying away from friends or social situations going to help you to be more confident and at peace with your journey? While I personally know that these things can be challenging, I also know just how short life can be. And I say this from a place of complete love and compassion, 
So here's the thing. I get it. I've been challenged with these feelings. Moving away from Colorado where my longtime friends are, I had stories in my head that when I came back to visit, I was so worried about what people would say, especially with me being a dietitian, because I'm supposed to have all this body control figured out, aren't I, as a dietitian, right? These are the stories and the thoughts that were running through my head. But I soon recognized through this work that those thoughts were merely just stories affecting how I was feeling. And now I teach my clients how to reframe those type of thoughts and how to lovingly address any challenges that may come up. So again, I have already shared a few here, right? Releasing the control of others' experience and to show up with compassion. I also teach things such as emotional mastery for these situations and how to set boundaries through a lens of love when needed. But for today, I just want to encourage you to not shy away from the friends that you love. Okay. Life is short. Yes. They may say something about your body or they may talk about their food rules, but I invite you to recognize this means nothing about you. All of their comments are merely a reflection to what their truth is and where they are at on their journey. With this, I must say, if you're feeling challenged, not having friends on the same path as you, that is normal. As humans, we are meant for connection and to be surrounded by individuals who think and feel the same way that we do. This is why I am and always have been a huge fan for peer-to-peer support and why Beth and I are avid believers of group coaching being the most effective and efficient way for someone to truly find confidence and peace with not only their food, but also their body, which really ripples over into every aspect of life. And in fact, I did just talk about part of this in our free mindful intuitive eating group for women where I kind of went through a little guided visualization. So if you would like to hear that visualization and you're not a part of our free group yet, then I would definitely encourage you to join that. But if you'd like a much more immersive experience into what it would be like to be a part of a group of individuals that just get you, (laughs) I really, really want to encourage you to consider our group coaching element that we have. So take a few minutes to explore that and to think about it. And then really, again, for this episode, just take that breath, connect with your friends and give them their autonomy of allow them to have their own experience and just have so much compassion for them and understand they're having that experience because of the struggles that they have experienced. Okay. You don't need to fix them, but you can definitely be a great support when and if the time comes. So your transformational takeaway for this episode, here it is. You may be tempted to avoid friends who are not on the intuitive eating journey with you, but avoiding them will not bring you confidence or the peace you desire. 
When around others with differing values, give them autonomy and compassion for their experience. Anything they say is more about them than about you. Much love, my friends. Catch you next time. Thank you so much for taking precious time out of your day to connect here. You listened because there is some part of you that is interested in learning to love your food, love yourself, and love your life. But if you're like most women, you have already been down this road before, wishing, hoping, and wanting for something to finally actually work, but things don't change. That being said, if you're committed to creating long-term change, then whatever you do, consider joining our brand new Uplift community. It's a private and safe Facebook community where you're supported by peers and two professional dietitians and intuitive eating counselors. Again, thank you so much for being here. Much love.